month of November, we tend to think about family traditions we can sink our teeth into. And Marcus Hammond is hoping one of those traditions becomes the Black Food Truck Festival at the Exchange Park Fairgrounds in Ladson, South Carolina. The Black Food Truck Festival is back. There will be more trucks, more entertainment, and more people on November 19th and 20th. Marcus Hammond is the founder of the Black Food Truck Festival. Welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for having me. Let's talk, Marcus, about the festival. It's coming up very soon. There are a lot of restaurants in the low country of South Carolina. So I guess the first question is, what inspired you to start a food truck festival? Oh, man, we, listen, we, I was at a food truck festival a while back, probably in 2017, 2018. And I noticed that there weren't a lot of vendors that looked like myself. There weren't a lot of black vendors there. And so what we really wanted to do was take the opportunity to highlight a lot of uh, a lot of the black vendors, the black food truck vendors um, here in Charleston, South Carolina, in the low country and really around the region. And so I came up with the idea to have the, the black food truck festival to highlight those vendors, which has really taken on a life of its own. And when you say black food, Marcus, what do you mean by that? Black culture, African-American culture, um, black business owners, uh, Gullah Geechee cuisine, uh, vegan food, African food, you name it. It's mostly just really bringing and making an economic and community impact uh, in the African-American community. So describe the kinds of foods we might see. Can you name some of those dishes? Oh, my God. Everything from Caribbean food, um, soul food. We have a cookout session, a cookout section with a lot of barbecue food. Um, you name it. We've pretty much got it. We've got Gullah Geechee cuisine, uh, of course, with a lot of the red rice and shrimp and grits. Oh, man, we've got a variety and an array of different foods and cuisines. And so what makes these food trucks different than food trucks we might see at another food truck festival? About 85 to 90 percent of them are black owned businesses. Uh, And what we really don't get to see is a lot of those businesses in one place at one time. And so now when you come to the Black Food Truck Festival, you'll be able to get that information and follow them throughout the, the year or in between the two festivals that we have every year. Marcus, what was the reaction when you started working on this project to create this food truck festival. How did people respond to you, those vendors and just people who wanted to come to the festival? What did they say? Oh, man, I was telling my friends about it, family and friends, that I came up with this concept and this idea. Um, And I sat on it for a while. You know, we ran into the pandemic and it kind of slowed things down. But when I would see the reaction of people's face light up and their eyes light up, Uh, at the idea of having a festival uh, of this stature and of this magnitude, uh, the response was positive and it was overwhelmingly excited. Mm -hmm. And so um, what I really wanted to do is make sure that we got it done and we did it the right way. The festival not only generated responses from vendors who wanted to participate and of course the satisfied palates of people who went to the festival but also pocketbooks and that's something you touched on um, a little bit earlier in our conversation let's talk about the financial impact of the festival what originally wanted to just have a festival um, to really highlight these cuisines and highlight these food trucks and give them an opportunity 
Um, but what I realized along the way on this last year um, is that not only are we making an economic impact with the food trucks, but there are a ton of different uh, minority-owned businesses and just businesses in general mm-hmm. uh, that are impacted from what we do uh, over the Black Food Truck Festival weekend. Um, everything from sound to videographers and photographers, um, to every, from mixologists to graphic design and marketing. A lot of these companies have been able to really see a tick in their revenue. Mm-hmm. And also, we're in the pretty much in the tourism industry as well as we bring uh, millions of dollars into the Charleston and Lowcountry area throughout the course of the year. So if someone comes out to the Exchange Park Fairgrounds at Latson for the Food Truck Festival, what will they see when they walk out there? They will see, first of all, it's what they'll smell. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> We've tried to put those grills right there in the front. So we really, you know, as soon as you walk up to the to the gate, you smell that food. Uh, and then you see all of these different people talking, laughing, dancing, mm-hmm. really having a good time and really interacting with each other in a very positive way. Uh, and it's unlike anything you've seen around the low country. And that's what makes us so excited. It's all about culture, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Marcus, what were some of the uh, lessons you learned last year from the Food Truck Festival? Things that you might want to do more of or things you might want to do less of or simply do differently? The biggest lesson that we took from last year was that there is a high demand um, for what we have. Um we, we didn't think big enough, uh, is basically what I'm saying. We moved from Patriots Point last year, and we had about 5,000 people, a little over 5,000 people over two days at last year's festival. And so in April, we thought we'd increase the number of food trucks from eight to about 35, and thinking that that would be enough, and we still weren't thinking big enough because the lines were long. And so what we've done is really thought big and really taken uh, all of the the challenges head on as far as making sure everybody gets a chance to really enjoy those food trucks and really try to minimize the wait time of people being able to get in other than that the festival seems to to, to flow pretty seamless so you have to move locations i mean you've grown just that big and so quickly Yes, yes. We um, we were in the pavilion of the soccer stadium over at Patriots Point last year. Um, and then we tried to go to um, Cane Bay, but we realized that that may be too small as well. And so we spoke with the, the good folks over Exchange Park Fairgrounds and realized that it really fit what we were trying to do mm-hmm. and what could possibly take on uh, a much bigger um, vision that we ever could imagine. And so we were able to really add a lot of food trucks and a lot of vendors and more music um, because I tell people all the time, it's also a mini music festival because we have live bands all day long. Yeah. And we really want to make sure we've opened up another gate at the fairgrounds. We only had one gate open. And so we really had to really think big to make sure the customer experience is one that they they always want to come back and enjoy a big part of the Black Food Truck Festival is the music. So let's talk about that. Who should people expect to see this year? Yes, ma'am. We have six bands this year. We have um, the Greg Loney Experience, who is a local artist here. Um, he'll be performing on Saturday. The three bands that will be performing on Saturday are Greg Loney. And then we have two bands from Atlanta, uh, one called the Trap Jazz All-Stars, another called the Red Sample Band. On Sunday, you can look forward to it to sing a group of local bands, two of them to be exact. We'll have the Psychedelics performing that, mo- that, that Sunday morning. 
um, followed by Black Noise, who's also local, and the Live in the Flesh experience out of Florence, South Carolina. And then we've added an event to the weekend from April. Um, that Sunday night, November 20th, we will have LaFay and the Fellas, who is also local, as well as uh, the MVP band, who is Tank's official band out of Florida. They will be at the music farm Sunday night. So it'll be a weekend filled with music and food. Marcus, is it too late for someone to participate as a vendor if someone has a truck and they want to bring it? I mean, the event is November 19th and 20th next weekend. But is it too late if someone wants to actually show up and show what they've got? It's too late for next weekend. Um, But what we ask people to do is make sure that they stay tuned to our website and our newsletter and our social media um, to see when we roll out um, those applications for April. Um, So we now we have we're sitting at about uh, the last time I checked somewhere between 40 and 45 uh, food trucks um, slash food vendors uh, for next weekend's event. But new applications, we aren't taking any more new applications for next weekend. Marcus, who will be walking around the Exchange Park Fairgrounds enjoying the festival? Uh, people of what gender, race, age, religion, socioeconomic status. Who's going to be out there? Who should come to the festival? Everyone should come to the festival. And that's what I love. That's what I really, really love about the Black Food Truck Festival. Uh, it's because in November and April, although we're highlighting Black food vendors and Black business owners, we have seen everyone from every age, from ages five to 105, come out and really enjoy this event. Uh, people of all races, religions, genders, everybody has been able to really come together, eat some good food and listen to some good music, mm-hmm. which has really, really, really inspired us to continue to do this and really, really hone in on that customer experience. Because I failed to mention that we also have video game trucks and we have velcro soccer and face painting for the kids as well so it's not just beholden to one group of people it's a celebration of of black culture and black community Um, but we've been excited at how the uh, community has responded and how everyone from every community has come out and enjoyed the festival I want to talk to that 105-year-old person and see what they are eating, because that's what I want to eat. <laughs> the 105-year-old person at the Black Food Truck Festival. Marcus, what is the cost of the festival? What should people expect to pay? The festival is $25 entry free entry fee. It does not uh, include any food, but if you go onto our website, we also have bundle packages as well, where if you buy two or buy four or buy ten tickets, uh, those prices will be discounted. So, um, ticket price is 25 bucks. It gets you into the event. We also have VIP tickets where you can skip the line or you can come in an hour early to experience those food trucks, um, as well as we have bundle tickets that include every event for the weekend. Uh, so if you go check those tickets out at blackfoodtruckfestival.com, uh, the ticket links will be right at the top, and those prices are 25 bucks unless you buy a value pack to where the price goes down. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What were the fan favorites last year? And what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? <laughs> you know, I can't say which one is my <laughs> favorite. <laughs> but we actually have QR codes plastered on all of the trucks for people to vote. Oh, and good. Mr. Mr. B's Seafood on the Go 
was the winner last year of the being the favorite food truck uh, at the Black Food Truck Festival. Uh, I would say them and Keone's were, were, were fan favorites, uh, but people also love Peace of Soul Vegan, who will be back. Uh, all three of those food trucks will be back. Um, and I think everybody just pretty much has their choices on who they want to go and visit throughout the festival. All of the menus and everybody who will be involved uh, from the vendor standpoint, is on our website. Uh, we encourage people to go look at those menus to kind of shorten down those wait times uh, so they can know what they want and know who to try and where to go as soon as they enter the fairgrounds. Marcus, before I let you go, I just want to ask, with some of these uh, vendors and, and food trucks, are many of these entrepreneurs looking to become brick-and-mortar, standalone businesses, or are they satisfied with operating as vendors in this capacity with the ability to be more mobile and to go where the entertainment or where the customers are at a particular time? Honestly, I think it depends. Um, we've run into a little bit of both. Most of them love the mobility and the versatility of having a food truck. Um, food truck has, food trucks have been a phenomenon over the last three to five years. Um, a lot of them don't want to move into a brick and mortar, but then we run into a couple who we, who we've had who are chefs and really take pride in their food, uh, and don't like the turn and burn style of getting food out fast as a food truck. Um, so overall, I would say more so they enjoy being entrepreneurs on the truck, you know, being able to pull up anywhere and take the truck to a wedding or to a concert or to a sporting event. Uh, I think overall, that's what they love to do. Um, but as we've seen over the years, once these food trucks grow their name and grow their brand, they're able to transition that into a brick and mortar as well as keep that food truck. Well, we can't wait to see them roll on to the Exchange Park Fairgrounds at Latson, November 19th and 20th. Marcus Hammond, creator of the Black Food Truck Festival, Thank you so much for being our guest, and we look forward to stopping by and tasting what's good. All right. Thank you guys for having me. Make sure you guys show up. We're looking forward to seeing everybody come out. It's going to be a beautiful weekend of music and food, and I really, really appreciate the community for the support that they've given us. It's our one-year anniversary. It's our birthday, and we wouldn't be able to do this without the community. So thank you, thank you, thank you. this episode of Let's Talk. Let's Talk is produced by Eric Johnson. I'm the host, Carolyn Murray. We welcome your comments and advice on our podcast, so please write a review and share the link with others. Thanks again for listening to Let's Talk. Goodbye until the next time. Mm-hmm.